The following presentation is brought to you by The Mutual Network. Better living through audio. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Fifth Streaker Spaceways. Welcome, friends of Nova Command. Attention, members of the Star Alliance, Biff Straker, and his fantastic adventures in Spaceways is on the air. Brought to you in radiographic sound, where pictures are chemically formed in your mind. Last week, Biff was trying to rescue Commander Angela Deegan and Professor Ildine Thermopylae from a gang of rat men called the Rhodes. Biff succeeded in helping the professor, but Commander Angela was overwhelmed by the creatures and hauled away. We will continue with our tale in a moment, but first, let's check in with Nova Cadet Kid Rocket. This is Earth calling from the 21st century to Kid Rocket. Come in, Kid Rocket. Are you there? I hear you. This is Kid Rocket speaking. Chrono Radio works perfectly. We're about to look in on Biff Straker this week, kid. Last time we left him, still on Earth Prime, he watched the roadies take Commander Angela prisoner. Not the roadies. They're one of the wild gangs that roam the remedy. Not even the Moravian Council can control them. Hold on, kid. What are the remedies? Oh, those are the abandoned cities left on Earth. After the Black Ages. The Black Ages? What oh, are... Oh, we don't like to talk about those. Those were the darkest time. Nobody knows what happened. There's not even a vocal or a vid of what happened. Well, what about the Morovian Council? They're a collection of the Animal Men tribes that rule of Prime. Animal Men? You mean there are more than dog and rat men on Earth? Much more. And some of them even more dangerous. Why, the Octobene are cannibals. They... <laughs> Hold it, kid. We've got to get through this story first. Yes, sir. Well, before I go, can I ask for any other Novacadets to send me an email? We set it up so if they email us at novacadet at gmail.com, get sent here to the future. Done and done, kid. See you next week. I'll be here. This is Kid Rocket signing off and saying... Aim for the stars! And now let's head into the 31st century where Biff Straker, soldier of the stars, has rescued Dr. Thermopylae from the gangs of the Rat Men. Unfortunately, Angela Deegan of Nova Command was not spared such a fate. The Rhodes have taken Commander Angela prisoner, driving her mercilessly toward their base, a dilapidated building near the city center. Back from the door. In, Saviour. I could have gone in here on my own. Uh, C-sections. Do you mind if I get up? This is a restricted sector. 
Stand up and put your hands behind A your head. Patrol hound? <laughs> I'm surprised they caught you too. I said, hands behind your... I heard your... what you said, officer. Unfortunately, neither of us have authority here. You're the second sapient I've encountered today. Are you part of an invasion force? Invasion force? <laughs> what would human beings, sapiens, want with Earth? Nova Command hardly has a reputation for Viking raids. I am open to suggestions. Well, as rusted as they appear, the bars are solid. Same with the bars on this window. And if you don't have a tri-cobalt explosive... I do not. Uh, that leaves us with a 4H2G maneuver. What's that? How strong are you? Meanwhile, outside the Ratman's headquarters... Hurry, before the Ratman loop back around. Rahod. Road? Seems more of a back alley, but... No, Mr. Striker. A Rahod is the name of the rat people, as you call them. They are very sensitive of their genus. People has a very sapient connotation. This isn't going to work. Biff, please. Mr. Straker's my father. What's not going to work? Any of these tools. They've welded seams and bolts. You'd need a... Blowtorch. Not quite, but this... Do you know what this is? Raygun? Of course not. We're at the Raygun. We disassembled the entire wall's atoms by now. This is a Mark III Nova Blaster, capable of... I'm guessing that's not the sound of a Mark III Nova Blaster being cocked. No, that would be a simple slug throwing rifle. The kind you'd find... The kind we'd find the Rahod using. Both of you, stand up. Hands apart. And soon, led by their Ratman captors... The Professor, with Biff in tow, have a most unfortunate reunion. Hey! Hey, guard! <clears throat> Sapiens for the set. I'm glad you came. The female is making a terrible racket. What about? Doesn't matter. Captain Barra says they're to remain here. She can yell her fool head off. Hey! Speak to the guard! Stand back from the door, Sapiens. Guard, I'm glad you're here. What's the problem? I don't like the look of this hound officer. So don't mate with him. That's just the problem. He's looking at me as a potential mate, and according to the Hespiller Convention, prisoners may... May be given their own private cell if undue hardship or immediate physical danger is present. We know the rules. Then you'll let me out? We don't follow the Hespiller Convention. I see. What? You thought we were ignorant didn't know. Ignorant rawhood savages? It's insulting to be talked down to. From an inferior species, no. That's what I mean. Touchy. It's a rodentia trait. Stop. Put your hands... We've been through all this, patrol hound. Hmm. I suppose we have. Commander Deegan, this is... Are you injured? No, of course not. This is Mr. Straker. Biff. Pleased to meet you, Mr. Straker. Biff, please. Very well. 
fifth? What are you doing on Earth Prime? That's what I was attempting to- Is there another planet I should be on? Any but Earth. Luna, for one. The moon? But there's no- Mr. Straker, or rather, Biff- Thank you. Biff here claims to have come from the 20th century. We'll get medical attention for Mr. Straker. Biff. Biff. Later. He'll be returning shortly. But I'm not crazy. I did come from the 20th century. This actually works in our favor with the Council. A dangerous, unknown, sapient mental patient on Earth Prime I've seen no evidence of diminished capacity. At least let us prove his claim. Can we worry about this later? We, we've got to get out of here. What have we discovered? These headquarters look like they used to be part of a chemical plant. There's potential in that. Commander Deegan, are you wearing an auto suit? Of course. Embedded in the latest Nova Command jackets. I just got this one last week. But that is only meant for a ditch. You've got a parachute? Yes, if not quite so crude. Biff, what did you say this building was? The sign said a chemical plant. Commander Deegan, work out the third layer of the autosuit. I'll take care of the lift. You are not going anywhere. The sapiens, you three... Unhandy. Stand from the door. I say unhandy. The sapiens, you four... Patrol Varger, the Straker... May I introduce our cargo? Hibernius Melpominus Doyen. Most pleased to meet you. My pleasure. Conman, swindler, thief, larcenist, tax evader, and murderer. Now that's unfair. 27 convictions is unfair? One murder does not a murderer make. On the contrary, anything more than zero would suffice. I have some difficulty with the military mindset. You understand, of course, Bill. Biff. Uh, yes, well, quite. You were captured. Surprised me, too. Their Captain Barra has little understanding of what I can offer the entire genus Rodentia Gigantus. Once I told them about you... You informed on us! Uh, for a song! <clears throat> Unfortunately, an all-too-brief dirge. But still, I had thought at least to buy some time... To turn to your advantage... And what is it indeed that the rest of you are doing, if not seeking advantage? Doyen was being transported. First to Luna Spiral, and then to the penal colony on Callisto when our shuttle malfunctioned. Explosion on the dorsal section of the ship. That was you? It is a poor craftsman who does not acknowledge his work. I would be very interested in how you manage such a feat. I checked the chariot-class shuttle twice for any... It would be an equally poor craftsman who revealed his skills. Cease. Oh, Bad enough I'm captive of a Rodentia gang. Worse still that I have unlawful sapient activity. But how's with all of you is cruel and unusual punishment. It won't work. We tried that, remember? But this time, I'm serious. Are you all right, patrol hound? No. That freak squealer they used to cut the radio short still aches my head. The what? Freak squealer. Not you two. It's a device It's used for jamming frequencies. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware of its purpose. Hmm. Your belt, Mr. Varger, do you have use for it? My... Your belt it has an interesting series of metallic-shaped hoops and links. May I have it? As you wish. Shh! Commander Deegan. Captain Barra. Do you still refuse to give us access to the shuttle? I am prevented by law to do so. Then you give me no choice. Take them to the pool. Now let's not be hasty. I'm sure we can- Silence. Eyes front. Keep walking. 
Rake. We outnumber them. We still have weapons, Patrol Hound, or hadn't you noticed? I tell you, Captain Barra, I can open the shuttle. You're their prisoner, Doyen. By your own admission, you do not have the key code. But a child could figure it out. I have not the time. You'll find, Patrol Hound, our lair quite impenetrable. Note the gun emplacements on the rooftop. The hounds will find you. They never leave a patrol behind. <laughs> it is our hope that they will. But it may work. What? I'll simply thread it on my chain. Kirby, wear this. Gift? I couldn't. It may save your life, Mr. Straker. All right. Prisoners, halt! Welcome to the pool of death, where all are tested. It's just a swimming pool. The board. Yes, Captain Barra. A very unique swimming pool, Zapiot. You will note this padded glove I wear. See how the shards of glass embed in it? With just a sweep in the pool. This glass has been made especially for this purpose. One of you will don a glove and battle me on that narrow board that spans the pool. Only one may leave the board. No one has survived a plunge. I will ask you once again, Commander. Will you relinquish access to the shuttle? No. Don't move. Sacred. But Vera's killing her. Stop! Stop! You are well trained, Nova Commander. But you are on my ground. And bound as you are, you are no match for me. Your throat is crushed, female. Every breath is pain. Let me end it. I challenge you. Captain Barra, I challenge you. Biff! Let her go. Let the prof help her. And I will challenge you. You would trade your life for her. A female sapient has less value than a male. All life has value. Let Professor Thermopylae save her. I don't know if I can, and you will die if you fall into the pool. Let's hope that little good luck charm you gave me. Just, just help her, prof. Enough. Place him at the edge. Great day. Biff is to face the wrath of Captain Barra at the Pool of Death. Angela Deegan beating and dying. Will any of them survive? Only time will tell. Stay tuned for the next pulse-pounding adventure of Biff Straker and the Spaceways with the man they call Methuselah. Episode 4, The Pool of Death, stars Glenn Haskell as Patrol Hound Varger, Tanya Malayevich as Commander Angela Deegan, Colleen McIsaac as Professor Ildine Thermopylae, Ellie Hirschman as Captain Barra, David Alt as Doyen, with Jim Adams and Bob Teague as Rhodey 1, 3, and 2, 
Colm Guthrie Ward is Kid Rocket. And Jack Ward is Biff Straker. Audio editing production by Josiah Ambrose. Music composed and performed by Sharon B. The Biff Straker March is composed by Sharon B. from an original theme by Jack Ward and is an EVP production from Halifax, Canada. I'm your announcer, Mark Brzee. Return with us next time for Biff Straker and the man they call Methuselah. Good night. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. People just like you talk about their skin irritation. I have this skin rash. It really gets bad when it gets hot and my shorts ride up. It's a real bad itching, burning sensation. Uh, right where you don't want a real bad itching, burning sensation. I was going to my afternoon tea when this terrible itch started up. It was like there were fire ants in my bloomers. It started between my toes and it worked its way up to my knees. And before I knew it, my stomach was red, my chest was red, <laughs> even my neck was red. Man, that itch. That terrible itch. Itching, burning sensation. You may think there's nothing you can do about it. That's where you're wrong. Purple Planet introduces this three-volume audio cassette collection of people talking about their own terrible itching, burning sensations. Once you listen to them talk, you'll realize you're not so bad off after all. 90% of my skin turned bright red, then flaked off. Felt like the Dallas cheerleaders were going all over my body with belt sanders. Feel better? Purple Planet, Terrible Itching Burning Complainers, wherever fine recordings are sold. Also available in Disco Mix. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.